0: The Gospel this morning comes from Mark chapter one, verses 21 through 28. Listen for the word of God. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as having authority and not as the scribes. Just then there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed. And they kept on asking one another, what is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey. At once his fame began spreading throughout the surrounding region of Galilee.
1: Jesus goes to Capernaum. This is the first time in in Mark's gospel that Jesus does something publicly, other than getting baptized. And he's teaching in the synagogues, and they are amazed, because he teaches as one that has authority. Now why are they amazed? Because he teached like he had authority. What he say? Yeah. This is really infuriating stuff. Aren't you frustrated when you see this? I am. You read Jesus taught and the people are like, "Wow." What he say? What did the guy have to say? Mark doesn't tell us. Mark, in in the gospel of Mark, the disciples refer to him as teacher. All the time. The scribes call him teacher. The Herodians call him teacher. Everyone calls him teacher. But Mark doesn't want to tell us what he taught. We don't have Matthew's um, sermon on the mount. We don't have Luke's sermon on the plain. We don't have half of Luke's parables. If he taught with such authority and teaching was so important, why didn't he write down what he said? Doesn't this drive you nuts? No, obviously not. (laughs) See, I have a little secret. I'm a really good sleeper. I got, like, almost no sleep last night. So things like this, when you don't get a lot of sleep, tend to drive you crazy. Why didn't Mark write this stuff down? What was the authority all about? And what's that? Oh, see, You get a preacher in the front row. There goes half my sermon. Thanks, hon. I love you. She said, that's who he was. So we're trying to figure out, right? We're we're like, maybe Mark is going to tell us later. And then suddenly this guy just, he's crazy. What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth, Son of the Most High? First of all, where are the ushers? How do they let this crazy person in and start screaming, and who is the us? What have you, you know, if I start screaming, what have you to do with us? I mean, this guy has multiple personality disorder. He's schizophrenic. The man is crazy. The usher should have, like, whoop, out. And then Jesus says, be silent and come out of him. And evidently, it works. And then the people are like, didn't see that one coming. Wow. You know, is this a new teaching? He teaches as one who has authority. Is that it? I mean, is that all there is? He casts out a demon, and and is, is that what we're supposed to get? What's going on here? The interesting thing is if he teaches with one who has authority, who has authority? The religious leaders. I mean, if you are a scribe or a Pharisee, someone has laid hands on you, received the Spirit. And, you know, from Moses on down, you get the good seats in synagogue. When you go to the marketplace, oh, it's so good to see you, Rabbi. Thanks for coming. I mean, the scribes and the Pharisees, the religious leaders, have authority up the caboose. But... They're not talking about that authority. What are they talking about? Remember, when I was in college, we had the bumper sticker that said, question authority. <laughs> Remember that? And, and that was real in vogue. And so, I, you know, I was not a very nice person at the time, and said, so, am you know, I supposed to question the authority of your bumper sticker? You know? But... We, we, we want these little stickers to have something pithy to say to us. I mean, I love bumper stickers. But it seems like, you know, authority today is like going down to tubes in our homes and in our schools and in our government and everything. And, and yet, when the people heard Jesus, they said, Wow, this guy speaks with one who has authority. And it can't just be what he had to say, because if it had been, they'd have written it down. Someone certainly would have written it down. But, um, you know, I will get you. But, like my wife so wisely put, put it, the authority was inside him. It was who he was. He spoke and people said, wow, there's something coming out of him that is different. There's something about him that I need to hear and I need to be. So we need to not only listen, but we need to look. And who was Jesus, who did Jesus hang out? Who were in his Pharisee schools? Who did he hang out with? And you can answer this one. She's silent. All right. So who, who, who came to Jesus? Oh, this is an easy one. This is a softball right across the plate. The sick, the poor, the downtrodden, the tax collectors, the prostitutes, everybody who society said, you know what, we'd rather not deal with you. It's the kids from South Central L.A. They're the ones who show up, and Jesus says, the kingdom of God is like a little child. If you can't receive the kingdom like a little child, you're not going to get there. Ever. The marginalized were brought inside. We need to stop excluding people and start including people. And sometimes, again, my, you did it again, the silent thing. <laughs> Jesus knew when to shut up. Which is <laughs> not her, usually. This time, yes, but usually, No. I mean, Jesus stands before Pilate and see how many accusations these people are leveling against you. What have you to say in your authority? Where does authority come? From just being still. Think about it. The people who were certifiably nuts in that society, the crazy ones, the ones who had demons always knew who Jesus was. You read the Gospel of Mark, the demons always know. I love the line, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Was like, well, you know, great, if that's all there is, because the demons in the Gospel of Mark all believe in him. And I don't see anybody saying, well, the demons are going to be saved. It's not enough simply to say, yeah, you're the dude. You know, that's not getting it. But the demons always know who he is. The crazy people know who Jesus is. The people who are smart, the people who are wise, the people who are good thinkers, they're the ones that hung him up on a tree and killed him. Think about it. This is scary stuff, especially at 4 o'clock in the morning when you can't go to sleep. Jesus was somebody who knew how to be silent. And the other thing, what were the two things that people who didn't like Jesus said about him all the time? He had one of two things going on. Either he's a blasphemer, well, not either. He's definitely a blasphemer. That's one. Or he's got a demon. Right, The very thing that Jesus actually does is cast out demons and tells the truth he is accused of. Ever happen to any of you? If I had a nickel for every time that I was told that I'm going to hell, I could retire today. And it used to bother me a lot. It's like, you know what, just because I don't think the way you do and I don't accept the teachings that you do, the way you do doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to get deep fried for all eternity. Not necessarily. I like to hold out hope. <laughs> but that's what Jesus was accused of. Your in line was Satan. Or you're a blasphemer. Suddenly, when we lift up Proposition 8 as being an evil thing, and they say, well, you know, you're not on the side of God, and you must have a demon, well, that makes me feel a whole lot better. I'm in good company. I'm in the company of Jesus. We're going to reach out to our homeless and we're going to give them cell phones and we're going to feed them and we're going to give them some dignity in our town. We're not just going to give them a bus pass somewhere else so that they can be somewhere else's problem. And people say, you don't have town spirit. Shame on you. Well, I'm in good company. And if you know me, I'm not in good company that much of the time. This is really good news for me. Jesus' authority doesn't just come from what he says. And I thank Mark for not getting lost in the words. Because sometimes we are so eager for that bumper sticker that we miss the person and the experience of Christ. And sometimes you don't get the right teachings to know, but you get a direction that's sure. And I think as a church, and I'm hopeful as a church, that we are seeing that direction, and we are walking that direction with faith. And when we're smart, we know when to shut up and be silent in the face of of questions I can't be answered. You know, Jesus almost never answers questions. You, know, you ever know that? He would be questioned all the time and he'd say, you know what, let me ask you a question in return. And if you can answer my question, then I will answer yours. And they never do. Because they know they'll be tripped, tripped up. Sometimes it's the willingness of living in the questions that points us the way instead of clinging to an answer too quickly. Gerhard Frost writes a poem, and I'm actually gonna quote it, I brought it. See if I can find it. It's called Loose Leaf. When your options are either to revise your beliefs or to reject a person Look again. Any formula for living that is too cramped for the human situation cries for rethinking. Hardcover catechisms are a contradiction to our loose-leaf lives. If you're like me, you would love your life to be in a binder where you can flip through it and have a nice, coherent, cohesive But if you're like me, it's probably more like a loose-leaf thing where if you drop it, it just goes everywhere. And most of us, that's our lives. We're loose-leaf living. And Christ says, I gather in the loose leaves. And you don't have to be bound in a book. And you don't have to be tied down to a narrow way. You're all right as you are. And that's the authority they found in Christ. And so can we. And that's good news.